Hi everyone, my name is David Birnbaum. Welcome to The Safe Space. With me today is Yaz Sinan. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Um, so this is going to be a bit unique for the, the viewers because a lot of the other ones have focused more specifically around you know, a visible identity. Mm-hmm. But the way I want to start with you is actually you know, your, let's call it profession or what you're working on now. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of in a similar mindset around me and you're more like a, I call it like a tech journalist, let's say, not writing about tech, yeah. but trying to see how we solve the problem of how tech has disrupted journalism. Mm-hmm. And so I'd love to hear just like by starting how you got into that. Why, why did you find that interesting? Uh, it's always been this deep source of frustration for me and how hard it is to really come to understand an issue. Say like, say, you know, you're, you're, uh, uh, you know, the politicians in election time, politicians are debating this one issue. Every time, you know, I want to go come to a, an educated understanding of this issue, I'll, I'll read some articles. And then the moment I start, you know, digging into what these pieces are saying, fact, actually spend a bit of time fact checking them. I always find there's a there's usually more nuance than at best there's more nuance at worst it was just flat out wrong mm-hmm. and this is um, I I'd be hard pressed to name a source of information or news that where I haven't found an issue you know yeah. so that's very frustrating you know you want to understand the world you live in you want to feel like you're voting in an educated way and it feels like hey if people who are trying to fact check who are trying to get to the bottom of issues find it really difficult you know what chance does anybody have yeah you know? it's uh i i remember the moment like there's a moment as a kid that really stuck with me yeah. i was in grade seven and the the iraq war was just starting yeah and i was debating it with with another kid our <laughs> opinions didn't matter right yeah, like, yeah. we weren't the, we weren't we weren't uh the the make or break yeah <laughs> but the uh but we were debating it, and he was like, well, obviously they're weapons of mass destruction. And I was like, obviously they're not. And I knew, I knew I didn't really have, you know, like, I, I thought that was true, and ended yeah. up being correct, but yeah. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. And that uncertainty about that, well, I was really uncomfortable with that, and it was, just, it was so hard to figure that stuff out, especially because, you know, I was like, I don't yeah. know how yeah, old you are. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that frustration of having this big monumental thing, and not knowing, you know, what, what your opinion on it is, is, yeah. is like really stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very interesting. And what actually pops to mind for me is it's, a, it's more alarming that there were so many people certain of the other thing, which yeah. was wrong. Yeah. Right. There's an interesting quote that says it's like the, the, the biggest like hurdle towards knowledge isn't ignorance. It's the illusion of knowledge. Right. Right. And I think we have that so much more now. The illusion of for sure. We definitely think because of the way information is spreading that we're more informed. I, I, I sincerely doubt that. Yeah. yeah. And so how have you found, you know, now that you've, so you, you had this experience in grade seven <laughs> and you, so it always kind of stuck with you. You wanted to somehow fix the problem because there's a difference between identifying the problem and wanting to fix it. What made you decide, you know, it's something you should spend your time on? Yeah, so I, going, you know, fast forward to university, I read the news a lot. Uh, you know, that was back in the days when, when uh, you know, I was still on Reddit. 
it ended up taking so much time that I just blocked it. But yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I would, you know, I read the news a lot, and I would try to, and the more I read, the less informed I felt. I, I, yeah. I really wanted to understand these things. This was around, you know, that was around the period when o, um, Obama was running for office and uh, the end of the Bush administration, all that stuff. At the beginning of the Obama administration. And I, um, yeah, I, I really wanted to understand these things, I, you know, Canadian politics as well. And every time I dug into something, I found, well, I'm not sure. I, have to, I really have to spend time on this. And then you, then you realize you have to spend a ton of time fact-checking a single statement. Yeah. As just a person, you know, you don't have the resources or the long experience of a journalist, a good journalist. And yeah, um, and yeah so it just, I eventually just ended up shutting it all out. I was like, okay, if I'm going to get back into this, I, I want better ways to separate fact from fiction. It kind of yeah. stuck with me. And that was around the time when, you know, uh, you know startups were getting real cool. And yeah. so obviously I was thinking about that. And I remember yeah. pitching in university the idea of this, you know, online community that fact checks together. Yeah. The idea was, hey, I'm doing a lot of work here. And when I do it, it's just, it's in my head. Yeah. And why not share it? Like if somebody spends the time fact checking something, why not make that collaborative? Why yeah. not share your work? It's kind of like open source code, right? Yeah. Build are, on top of each other's work. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are other people, like, it's interesting because the average person doesn't care to fact check that much, right? Mm -hmm. But there are some people who do and they all have their own specific areas of interest. Yeah. Some people do do that extra work. So why not provide that, you know, community for them? Exactly. And then it's a source for everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. Leverage each other's work, build on top of it. Yeah. It's the whole open source philosophy. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's very interesting because that is kind of more so how the tech has changed things, right? Mm. But do you feel, you know, you were saying as the more you read, the less you believed because it was just so much BS. Yeah. Um, do you think that was the case 30 years ago? People trusted news. People mm. trusted their newspaper. They didn't need to second guess what was in the New York Times, what was in the National Post or whatever. Yeah. And there was always some bias, but it seems it seemed to be generally fine because people trusted the... 10 news sources overall? I, I think so. I think they trusted it. I sometimes wonder if mm -hmm. it, they trusted it because there weren't alternatives, right? Yeah. But I, so I have a guess I have a, as to why that worked is because it's so much easier to decide whether or not you trust an outlet. Let's say you only know five people, okay? Yeah. Back then people, you know, you, there'd be maybe five big news sources that you had to deal with, you know, a couple yeah. of national ones, a few national ones, and then a couple of local papers. Yeah. And because there's only a few, it's easy for you over time as a community to remember, oh, well, they really screwed up this topic. They really messed this up. Oh, no, these guys have been solid. Yeah. But it's like if you only know five people, you can probably give me a good guess as to how much you trust each of these five people, right? Yeah. But if you are hanging out, with every day, there's thousands and thousands of new people, thousands of, oh, thousands, I don't know if they're real, yeah. but, but right now, anybody can publish content, anybody can start a blog, yeah. anybody, you know, people, t you know, their, their own social media accounts are sources of information. As a society, it's impossible for us now to track trust based on, you know, brand. Yeah. So that's my, that's my guess as to why this is breaking down. Before you can, you can kind of keep these five outlets in your head and remember what they got wrong and what they got right. I don't think it's impossible to mm. trust a brand. It just mm. seems no brand cares for that to be their brand. The, tr the 
none of them actually care to be trustworthy. Some pretend they degree. do. Some yeah, pretend. Some pretend they like do. The, which one is the most trusted name in use? That's the CNN. Type. Yeah, yeah, screw those guys, right? They're, yeah. they're not, like they uh, they they're not. They don't yeah. really try. They they will you know they'll put on these. I, I think the other day I was at the gym. I would never voluntarily turn on CNN. And they were yeah. they they had this unbelievable headline about you know. I'm trying to remember it. Yeah. It was, it was just like, you would never say, you cannot prove this. It was a statement you could not possibly prove. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, they just, they, they want eyeballs, right? Their yeah. incentives are, are, are not aligned with, with facts. Uh, yeah. And so a lot of people blame the internet and stuff for this degradation. Mm. But I think like when, when news shifted to the 24 hour news cycle, that was also them needing to fill the airtime. That right? was a like, disaster. That that decision, yeah, I think was 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 a was a terrible thing for society. That twenty four yeah. hours uh, yeah. news cycle. And so, how do you now see? You know, let's call you enlightened. You know how bad stuff is. Do you find your friends? What are their opinions of it? Are they enlightened like you? Do they are they slightly enlightened but don't care? Like where, Let's where, call me disillusioned. disillusioned. I don't feel like I've earned enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that's the, uh, <laughs> fair enough. Disillusion. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's funny you ask that because I remember, uh, you know, it would have been, you know, in university, which now I guess would have been like six years ago until then, where I would be pitching. People would ask me, you know, what do you want to work on after a while, or like what do you eventually want to work on, and I would say. I want crowdsourced fact checking. <laughs> it's yeah. like, and then their eyes would glaze over. They'd be like, yeah. "Why? You know, like, what, are you going to fact check the news? Isn't that what the news does?" And smart people, like these are, and um, it, it's funny now though. You say that people are like always like, "Yeah, absolutely, we need that." And the thing that it, it, nothing has ch- like, it the problem has been there for a long time, um, but yeah. So on the one end, to answer your question, I felt recently people are now. Are all think it's an important thing yeah um, for a long time just like really smart people their eyes would glaze over glaze over the moment you say well I want to fact check the news yeah and um, but now I think uh, and we spoke about this earlier I think although people are more and more disillusioned I wonder how many of them are disillusioned with the actual media as there are with who just think it's just our current politicians that are lying you know it's like it, I, I think not enough people appreciate that the whole ecosystem, the media, the media ecosystem, could not possibly produce good from. It's just not the incentive. The incentive is eyeballs and advertising and access with politicians, and that all these things just collide to not the best information. And so, how do you not give up? Because mm. there's a lot of my peers who just don't like apathy. Like if I could pick something about like millennials and politics, it's mm. apathy. Yeah. So how do you not give up and just like, you know, about your own vote, but also about the work you're trying to do? Uh, honestly, on, on the one hand, it's been really, really difficult because I've been working on this project for uh, this whole collaborative fact checking site for a couple years now. Mm. On the one hand, it's been it's been quite lonely. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, it like uh, there's there is a part of me that doesn't question whether or not I want to it's more like out of desperation I really want to understand these things so it hasn't really been a question to stop at the same time it, it's it's been pretty difficult because you know you can talk to people and uh, people get excited uh, well people will say yeah this is really important but the moment it comes down to hey like trying to get 
you know, even a co-founder or something. It's it's really tricky. It's yeah. uh, because especially since when it comes to a topic like this, it's not so clear how you know you have this one mission that's pretty hard, yeah. and then also you're you're saying um, uh, you know startups are already hard as they are, and then you have this other mission that makes it even less likely that it'll make money. So it's it's kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's been it's been uh, in some ways a lonely struggle. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, and I hope that uh, <laughs> you know it, it's definitely like as becoming more prominent in people's minds now. I think. Yeah, for sure, which is nice. I, I hope we remember. I hope like when Trump gets out of office, we we remember that it's not just the media is. We we have to be more discerning as a society. As as information accelerates, we have to get better at separating fact from fiction. It's you know he's a horrendous liar but it's not just him the, yeah. the, the right now if we get you know it's all i almost feel like as a society we're lucky we got you know such a blatant liar as opposed to a smooth a smooth talker you know yeah. um because i feel uh, people may forget that we can't really the ecosystem right now we can't completely trust it to discern fact from fiction we have to improve you know our tools and as a community how we uh, you know, assign trust to these brands. Yeah, that's very interesting. Do you think that which piece is more important right now, tech or journalism? Because it's really about the unification of mm. of the two. Mm. We need to make we need to view it as one entity now. Mm. But what side do you think is more important for solving the problem? I think I think the will is there. Um, I think. Uh, uh, I think we need, because we have now new tech that has made it way easier for us to publish. Everybody can say things and publish to incredible amounts of people. Um, we, I think there, I, I would be very skeptical that there could, there could be a solution that doesn't include a technology that makes it easier for us to share, uh, one way to say share fact checking, if that's not a really good way to say it. It's more, makes it makes it easier for us to you know, fact check things as as communities, mm. as it becomes easier to say things. If it, be, you know, if if the level of energy it takes to say things outpaces the level of energy, and it always will. But if it, um, level of energy to separate fact from fiction too much, we're screwed. And that's where yeah. we are right now, right? Yeah, because it used to have to to have a national audience. You needed a cable channel mm. or a newspaper and a printing press, but now. You just need a computer. You just need a computer. Your smartphone, even. Yeah. <laughs> What's the computer? But yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't. You don't need much. Yeah. And that's so. That's that's exactly it. You need so very little to share and spread information. Now we need to make it easier. It will never be as easy to you know spread uh, or to separate good from bad information. But we definitely need to make it easier. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a good quote. Um, some guy tweeted a long time ago. Now it's called. A lot. I forget his name. He's a programmer. It was the energy it takes to produce bullshit is orders of magnitude greater than the energy to refute it. Yeah. <laughs> and you always have to remember that, right? Yeah. It's just so right. easy right now. I could say ten lies, and it would take you an hour to dis- like dissect, all, at best, all yeah. of them and show why they're wrong, right? Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah. We we already talked a bit about you know you know in, when you were in grade seven, what kind of led you down this path, but I'm interested to know if you think there are other pieces of your upbringing or like why generally do you, do you care about stuff like this? Because mm. there's a lot of people who don't, they, you know, they go about their lives and, and they don't think to things, they don't think about things to the same extent necessarily. Mm. And 
definitely don't try and solve it. So like, it, do you know kind of why you have this, this drive? Um, that's a really good question. I think, you know, uh, it's just not knowing, not, not understanding a topic, you know, I really want to understand is, is, is incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of it is, as you know, as a programmer, as somebody, my major was math, you know, as somebody like trained like that, you, you almost like you, you're trained to, to, uh, think rigorously, even though a lot of times we, we think rigorously in our profession and we go home and we, and our political views are just based on our feelings. Which, yeah. yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, it might, it might be that stuff. Honestly, a big part too was I remember in university, I started reading a, a lot of, uh, you know, some outlets that are now, that have gone off the rail. Like I, I spent, I'll admit this, I, I watched Infowars a little bit. And I was like, I got worried. I'm like, I, wait, he's saying a lot of stuff. Like this was way back in university. And um, I, I, I want to I believe he was a little less crazy back then. Yeah. Um, still nuts. But uh, I almost got scared of the fact that, you know, I would hear these unbelievable claims and I wouldn't know, you know, because I didn't trust the current media. I wouldn't, I'd be, because I didn't trust, didn't have the source that I trusted to refute things, I would almost, you know, uh, uh, I didn't know, you know, it was as plausible as anything else. Yeah. So, and that's why I would start fact-checking really hard and it would take a lot of time. So it was just the idea, you know, finding, the, and I feel like as a society, we've gotten there now. As a society, we don't really have sources we trust and so we don't believe anyone and some a really strong politician with like, who seems super certain comes about, then we're more likely to believe them if we don't have alternatives, right? Yeah. So that, that feeling of, of not having, you know, these sources that I knew were good, that left me pretty, uh, um, you know, pretty open to anything, to, to anything yeah. which is fine. Like, it's good to be open to anything, but you need tools to separate the fact from the fiction. Otherwise, yeah. so, some, some, you know, it, it's a dangerous situation. And I feel that's yeah. as a society where we find ourselves now. And so how do you now feel about people who do believe Infowars and who do you like, mm. you know, we can admit that the mainstream media isn't great right mm. now and people are trusting these other sources. Mm. How do you, but though the people who trust those sources are dismissed as idiots. Like how could they possibly believe this stuff? Mm. Uh, like how do you feel about those people? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's super unproductive. Just dismissing, dismissing them as idiots. Every group has, you know, a subset that are unbelievably stupid mm. but that's I don't think I think the average person is is, is not that bad yeah. <laughs> you know it's like it's um so I I think if you have as a, as a society you know you you have less and less trust in your sources of information you're bound to get you know especially in desperate times where people you know some people they're that you know they're uh you know I'll, I'll, you know the economy is working great for, for for some people, but some people are not doing so good, right? Yeah. They're not doing so well, and in desperate times, the economy, war, etc. Then you combine that with not having trusted information, you're bound to get a good, you know, a good subset of your of of your community 
falling for these people with strong and confident opinions. Because if you don't, if you don't have tools to separate fact from fiction, you're going by confidence of the speaker, right? Yeah. You're going by these, how confident they sound. That's how, how that's how we work as people. If yeah. right now you you know the building was on fire, you're not going to follow the person who most confidently says, "I know how to get out of here." Right. Yeah. We're not going to fact check them. Yeah, that's a very good analogy. I've never thought of it that way. It's uh, so yeah. I, I, uh, to bring it back to your question, I, I don't. I think it's unproductive as a society to. Uh, um, just write these people off as uh, what was the term deplorables? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's very dangerous. Like there has to be conversations, and this lack of conversation, which is something I really respect about what you're doing, right? You 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 uh, you um, uh, you know you, you make a strong point of not having off top, you know, things that are you know uh, f- things you don't talk about. Anything is you can talk about anything as long as you talk about it intelligently, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, yeah, if, uh, as a society, we we have we don't allow these conversations about these topics, and these people are gonna, you know, um, you know, uh, form these small communities with rather extreme and dangerous ideas. Yeah, if if Infowars is the only one talking about what you care about at the moment, mm-hmm. that's going to be your source of information. You're gonna watch it at least. Yeah, yeah. And so, how do we? What message do we tell? Or would you tell the people who do look down on the Infowars viewers? Like, how do we help them show compassion mm-hmm. to the people getting their information from Alex Jones? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. Just think about times in your life. What I, I I don't know how easy it is to explain to somebody who hasn't ever been in a situation where they had no idea how they were going to eat, right? Yeah. Um, uh, that's tricky. I don't know how, how to, ex- uh, I, the first thing that comes to mind now is like when you're a kid, you trust your parents. You, you don't question things, Yeah. right? There's a lot, there's so much information going on. Mm-hmm. You need someone to distill it for you and you can end up trusting someone cause they helped you once. Cause they like, you can't really control who you end up trusting all the time. And I think it's, uh, it's a bad onus on mainstream journalism if these people are more trusting of Alex Jones, right? They still need someone to distill the information for them because it's it, it's so difficult to distill it all yourself. So you're hoping to create like a community environment yeah, and you can trust in the community. But right now you have to choose someone. So uh, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. And, and the, the kind of the approach my project has been taking is is kind of showing your work. The idea is not just the community. The idea is any assertion you make, you have to make it, you know, you have to attach the primary source evidence and then open up a discussion for your readers to actually agree or disagree with your source and agree or disagree whether or not your source says what you're saying it does, mm-hmm. your, your evidence. Yeah. Um, and the idea, so I call that showing your work. I call it open sourcing, fact checking. I don't know what a good term will be. Yeah, yeah. The idea is no longer don't ask for people st- right now. You know, it doesn't matter. Even sources, even like outlets that are generally okay, um, they will just make an assertion. They'll tell you Obama deported this many people, and then that's it. They don't you know make it easy for you to click in, see the see the reports. I don't I don't mean quote the New York Times saying it. I mean see the actual report. From you know, the, from Department of Homeland Security about how many they reported, etc. How many yeah. they deported, and then actually 
you know, be able to also see other readers' assessment of that report is just kind of making it, making your fact-checking open and transparent instead of just asking for people's trust. That's what I think journalists need to start doing. Stop asking for people's trust. Earn it. Be transparent. Um, yeah, show your work. It's kind of like in math. You never got yeah. full marks if you just gave the answer, right? Yeah. And so what do you say if people respond saying the average person isn't going to care about that? They're not mm. going to go in and check the fact, check the discussions about the facts. Mm. It's not about the average person doing it. It's about everybody can. Everybody who wants to can. And it just it, changes the standard. Exactly. It the, elevates everything because some people can do that. Exactly. If if there was this magical source right now, if there was this magical like crystal ball where anytime you hear a politician say something, you can ask it, is it true or false? And then it tells you, then even though you know most people might not ask it for every statement, the fact that it exists changes the ecosystem entirely, right? Yeah. Changes how these people will talk and what they're willing to say. Yeah. But just the fact that it exists might be sufficient. Yeah. But, and the idea that you, you, know, you and I may not click for every assertion, and I won't. Like if there's a source out there, even if somebody who starts says, I'm not going to click into every assertion, yeah. I'm going to click into you know, maybe one in ten. Or the ones you like question, like, oh, I'm not sure, this sounds outrageous, let's investigate exactly. further. Exactly. But the fact is that I can, and then usually somebody will check any given thing. Uh, it, I think would just change the ecosystem altogether. Okay, that's yeah, I, that's very interesting, and I hope you're right <laughs> as well. Um, so my last question, I'm wondering, you know, you're hopeful, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people aren't. If you could share like a message of hope to the average person who's very disillusioned by the media and by politics right now, mm -hmm. what would your like singular message of hope be? I think. When you think about it in terms of, yeah, the current media climate we have is because we've worked on tools and technology to accelerate information, but we haven't really worked on tools to make it easier for us to uh, research or separate fact from fiction. It's a natural consequence. And when I think of it that way, it's not as demoralizing. It's just, oh, we just need to work on this. You know, we just need to build better, uh, better tools and communities around separating fact from fiction. And at, like, at worst, I think... Um, I, I kind of one way I motivate myself is I, I, I make the goal a bit more modest. It's not, you know, fix everything, take down Fox News, CNN, whatever. Um, it's more uh, I, I know for a fact it's, it's hard for people who care about good information to find good information right now. So if you just even if we just work on stuff for the people who care, yeah, then I think that'll still be significant. If because if the people who care can't find good information you know, what chance does anybody have, right? So first, just let's make good sources for people who care for good sources and then worry about it after, worry about the rest after. All right, well, <laughs> that's a great, that's a great ending, yeah. a good message of hope. So I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your experiences with me. I really appreciate that. Thanks for having me. And I want to thank all of you for joining us. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the topic. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, support us on Patreon, and be sure to tune in next time to The Safe Space. Mm -hmm.